From Los Angeles, California, it's Felice Navipod with special guest Allison Weiss. And now, here's Tony Thaxton. Christmas only comes around once a year. Hello, ho, ho. Welcome to Feliz Navipod. I am Tony Thaxton, and this here is Rigby. How you feeling, Rigby? Yeah, rough indeed. I'm also feeling a little rough. It's a weird feeling around here, you know? Um, We took last week off. It was Christmas. It was actually Christmas. And it was great. Actual Christmas got in the way of this constant Christmas celebration here at Feliz Navipod. But real Christmas was great. I hope everyone out there had a great Christmas. Um, Mine was great. I got to see my parents. They flew out from Virginia. Uh, We took a trip to Vegas for a few days to hang out with my girlfriend's family. It was great. We ate a lot of good food. We had some good times. Exchanged some good gifts. Yeah, just it was it was a nice nice Christmas. But uh, but if I could just be totally honest with you guys about it all, I've got the post Christmas blues. But I'm not the only one. I asked the people of Twitter what they hate about Christmas being over, and uh, I gotta say some of these. I agree with. Some of you people told me what you like about Christmas being over, and that's not going to fly around here. Uh, Brandon Labatt says his love for the Grinch is just no longer interesting to anyone. So Brandon has got the post-Christmas blues. Uh, Heather, well, she just hates that gosh darn school is coming back for six months. So Heather's got the post-Christmas blues. Todd Diner just wants more presents. There's no more presents for Todd. A little greedy. But regardless, Todd has got the post-Christmas blues. Emily Lynn. A little sad. She has a depressing void in her life. And things just aren't pretty anymore. Emily, I understand. We both have got the post-Christmas blues. You guys sick of this yet? <laughs> uh Brandon Crouch. I know him. Uh might be my cousin. Uh his least favorite thing about Christmas being over is putting away the decorations. He says it's the washing dishes of Christmas time. So therefore Brandon has got the post Christmas blues. And uh at C underscore Johns, who's that? Uh, she hates that she can't watch Home Alone for ten more months, so Christina has got the post-Christmas blues. Anita Rock 2000 on Twitter says she loved hearing Wham's Last Christmas, but she did not enjoy hearing Wham's Last Christmas for the third time in 40 minutes. 
That's not so much post-Christmas blues. I'm sorry, that's not so much Christmas blues. That's actual Christmas blues. Um, Enough! What? Who's that? I am the god of podcasting. The god of podcasting? That's a thing? Yes! And my name is... Well, let me guess. Your name is Godcast. Yes. Uh, why are you interrupting? Because the segment is really bad. Well... You had an extra week to prepare the episode, and this is the best you could do? Well, you know, I was busy with family and stuff, and... Yes, I know, you got the past Christmas, we get it. Yeah, well, I mean... Go and answer your front door. But there's there's nobody there. Oh, really? Then what's this sound? Oh, whoa, that's weird. Rigby, stop it. I'm really freaked out right now. But I'm gonna just go answer this door. Stop it. Stop it. Allison Weiss! Oh, hey! What are you doing here? Nothing. I was just in the neighborhood and I saw this fine looking house and so I knocked on the door. That's a very strange thing to do. I know, right? What a coincidence that it, it happened to be your house. It really is weird. And what's even weirder about it is that. You're the first person that's done this that we don't really know each other. I know. We only knew each other from the internet. It's true. And now here I am looking at your face in real life. <laughs> here we are. You're in my house. You met Rigby. Oh, my she God. She barked at you. She's the best. She got real excited. She's uh, She sounds bigger than she looks. Yeah. Yeah. I she's, think. And she's pretty big. So she's <laughs> Yeah, she's a whopping uh, 17 pounds, I think. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gl- I'm glad that she didn't scare you away with no. the vicious barking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 nice to officially meet you. Yeah, seriously. It, it, uh, we uh, we have some mutual friends, or I've, at least a mutual friend. We have I at know. least one, and probably more. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's go down the list of all of our friends that we we have. Every friend. Every friend. Okay. In alphabetical order, go. <sighs> I can't even think of one. <laughs> I have no friends. None. My in alphabetical order, if I had to go, I'd go Allison Weiss is first. I'm your first A friend? I don't know. It just came. It sounded like it was fun. It would be fun to say. All so your other A friends it. are like, I'm actually before her. You know what? I know some errands. They got the double A. Yeah, they the beat double you. A. They're right in the front there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So this whole premise is gone. There we go. We're done. All right. Well, thanks for coming by. Yeah. And next topic. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, no, it's it's uh it's it's nice to actually meet you. I I knew I'll I'll be totally honest. I didn't know a ton about you. I I knew the name, mm-hmm. but uh I wasn't super familiar with and uh have have since checked it out and it's it I I enjoy your music. It's Thank you. it's good stuff. Yeah. Um do you think we're allowed to say that technically we met on Craigslist? I well, I didn't know if uh, if if you wanted to advertise that or not. No, so. I think it's great because it okay. sounds ridiculous at <laughs> mm-hmm. first. What happened was I put up a personal ad, W for M, friendship, <laughs> and you responded. Yep. 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 Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, you know a, 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 again, actually, I don't even know that. I don't know if my friend that sent me the ad actually knows you or if she just saw it and then sent it to me uh beth rabel she used to sell merch for uh motion city for years and years and years and uh 
so basically what's happening is is you're uh you're you're kind of searching for someone to play some drums yeah because uh, i just moved to la yes just moved here don't have a drummer was looking for a drummer posted the ad and then i guess the ad like went it like got around really yeah like well, a, I guess so, could because we have a apparently non-mutual friend that sent me the yeah, ad. Yeah, right? Who, <laughs> so. I don't know who that is. I don't know where she saw it. Yeah, she lives in Wisconsin. So wow, that's so nuts. That's how it got around, I feel like I a lot of people put it on their Facebooks. I have a lot of drummer friends who posted it, and, and a lot of drummers know other drummers. You know, yeah. all musicians somehow are connected to each other in some way also. Yeah. And um, there we go. And then you sent me the email, and I was like, I know your friend, Jenny Owen Youngs. Yes. Who I have played drums with a couple of times. Yeah, uh, she's kind of the best. Yeah, she's the best. I haven't seen her in a bit. I heard I heard rumors she's going to be out here later this month. Yeah, I don't um, know if that's true. I think it's next week. So oh, really? You might have to hunt her down and bring her, bring yes. her in here. Hopefully, she'll show up unexpectedly like yeah. you did. I'll just give her your address. Okay. And um, I'll that works. just let her do with that what she will. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen her in a bit. The last time she was out here, uh. She had a short trip, and she did play a show, and unfortunately, I had another thing that I had to go to already that night. Oh, and that's so embarrassing. I didn't get to see her. You're so popular that you had some other event. I know. Well, you know, so. when you have a all-year-round Christmas-themed podcast, people want you to be at their things. They want you to come. They want you to dress up. Mm-hmm. They want you to put on your tux and show up at their event. It's true. You had some sort of red carpet situation. Yeah, you had to get your picture taken. I didn't, you know, I didn't want to come out and say it, but you're you're outing me. So yeah, so here we are. You're a red carpet kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, just kind of carpet, any carpet, any color really, carpet, any, really. any carpet. Yeah, works. just get you put a carpet there. I'm there. Into it. Yeah. Yeah. Into it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you uh, you recently moved to LA from mm-hmm. New York, right? Yeah, yeah, from Brooklyn. From Brooklyn. How long ago did you move here? Um, technically, I moved at the beginning of November, um, and then two weeks later, I immediately left, left for tour, and then was basically gone until the day before New Year's. I know that feeling well. So, oh, I, wait, day before New Year's? Yeah. Did you go back and visit family or something for the holiday? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I okay. Went, all my family I thought you meant you were actually on tour that whole time. No, no, that would have been insane. Yes. But it was almost the whole time, you know, and then I and then I went to Georgia for the holidays, and now I'm back here finally, and I've been here for, what, like six days now? Seven days? Okay. So, I moved here in November, but I've lived here for three weeks out of that time. I know, yeah. I know that feeling well. Because yeah. I've lived in L.A. now since 2007, but until this last year was really the first time I was here for most of the time. That's so hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even when we we moved into this place here, about a little uh, September of 2012, and I think we moved in and like less than two weeks later, I was leaving for a UK tour, and then I came home for not even a week I think, and then went on like a two month US tour. Oh God! And so yeah, it was just like it's intense. It is. And you did it for like a billion years, and I'm yeah. just like starting to get into that type of touring and i feel like whoops i kicked your mic stand i'll let it i'll let it i was slide so upset this one um <laughs> i'm like i'm that's probably gonna be my life soon i don't know how it's gonna be you know i love touring but i don't know if i'm gonna love it that, that yeah much. I, I, mean, I do I, I, I you'll be good i think i think yes. i have several years on you yeah 
Just uh, a few. Yeah. Tour, uh, you know, I don't just mean touring. I mean in actual in life? Human, years, human years, human living years. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, it really was great for a really long time, but I just hit a point uh, that I just kind of... I, I don't know, it like broke me or something. And I, I feel like, like I, uh, you get to a point in your life where you you want to be in the house that you like rent or own. Yeah, you know that what you're I mean? supposed to live in. Yeah, yeah. you want to live in a place. Yeah, and uh, so it's, yeah, it's been, it's been interesting because it's, it's still, it hasn't been a year quite yet. Uh, um, but it's, it has been nice. Like I, I really, I wanted to be home like i it's 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 there's a a weird a weird balance that i felt like i always had even when i was totally still in love with touring of there was this balance of time you spend at home and time you spend on the road because i found that in the earlier days if if it was a really long tour you know after it was usually the six week point i think for me that i would be like okay this is yeah. this is great and all, but I'm I'm ready to go home for a little bit. Yeah. And then but on the other side of that I'd come home and after a couple of weeks of just being home and having nothing I really had to do or needed to do, I would start going a little crazy and yeah. and was like, Okay, I'm ready to go back out. Yeah. So there was it was a tough balance to find. Yeah. And now I'm actually home and it's great. I'm re- I am really enjoying it, and this is, like, where I need to be right now, I think. But I'm still kind of figuring it out. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm glad to not be gone all the time, but I I do miss some of the traveling. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... I see, the longest I've ever done so far is about a month. Okay. Yeah. I think I think the longest stretch that I ever did without going home was four months. That is so intense yeah and it, it was it was exciting though because it was it was the perfect time for that to happen i think because yeah. it was it was 2006 if i remember right and that was uh motion city's second record had come out the summertime the prior year and things that's when things really kind of started to pick up for us and so then early that next year we went on a uk tour and then that led straight into a U.S. tour, and then uh, I believe maybe I'm remembering this wrong, but I I feel like we then did some more international stuff after that. Yeah. All I remember is that the whole run ended in Hawaii, which was awesome. That's kind of incredible. Yeah, it, it but it was it was a strange thing of it. It was so that was the first time I'd ever got to go to Hawaii, and so it was it was a great way to kind of end it, and we kind of made it like a trip. Everybody either brought a friend or their girlfriend or whoever, and and we we stayed for like we did we played one show, but we stayed for like a week, yeah, and just kind of turned it into like a vacation. Because why was, not? You're in Hawaii, exactly. Yeah, and you know at that point, who knew if we'd be back? Yeah, right. Uh, I feel like if you're playing Hawaii, you're like in a pretty solid spot. Yeah, it, you know, I couldn't complain. Yeah. But it was just at that point, though, even though it was awesome to be there, at the end, you know, that was the end of four months. And so, yeah. like, as great as it was, there was this part of me that was like, I can't wait to get home. Yeah. 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 But 
And now yeah. you're home. So have you and picked now, up any hobbies in the past year? Uh, I started doing a Christmas-themed podcast. Oh, yeah? Cool. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, you should come be on it sometime. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, whenever I'm around. Okay. All right. Maybe I'll Maybe. just drop by. and. Yeah, that would be great. And if it's convenient for you, then we could do it. Okay. We'll cool. see. We'll see. All right, yeah. Maybe if you could actually show up on time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, wait. No, I mean, you just showed up unexpectedly. What am yeah. I talking about? Yeah, on time. <laughs> right on right on time perfect convenient time um so so yeah so you're still so how how much touring have you done like uh how many years now have you been on the road um well it, i started like booking my own tours and doing stuff um in 2007 but it was like such like kid stuff i mean it was very DIY, and I like borrowed my dad's Jeep and just would book myself as many shows in a row as I possibly could uh-huh. in like the southeast area because that's where I'm from, Georgia. Right. Um, so technically, I've been touring since 2007, but I was also in school then, so I only toured summer, winter, spring breaks. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, and then the next few, few years after that, I did a lot of touring with friends. Still very DIY, no agents involved, no like I'd never heard of like a guarantee or mm-hmm. any of that sort of stuff. I didn't, I didn't know about, like, promoters or, like, advancing yeah. shows. It was all just like, I have to play, so I'm going to book all these coffee shop gigs or whatever. And that's sort of like when I met Jenny and her friend Bess. And, um, like, we did a tour called the Spring Break Forever Tour, um, which was a, th- a Spring Break-themed tour with the uh-huh. three of us. And nice. it was a total blast. Was it actually in the spring? Yeah. That's okay. why we did it. Because it was, okay, it was literally my Spring Break from college. Oh, okay. And I, like, convinced my teachers to let me take the week the second week off like after spring break so i got mm-hmm. like a double spring break nice i was able to somehow pass it off that like being on tour like was able to i could relate that to whatever courses i was taking at the time not sure uh-huh. how i did that but <laughs> successful um and then uh i i think like the most legit touring i've done has just been in the past year or two and when i say legit okay. touring i mean the kind where like an agent sets it up and like people package bands together or you get a support slot and stuff like that so Right. But technically, I've been touring since 2007. Okay. And uh and I I I uh again, you know, we we kind of are uh, n- new to each other. Yeah. So I, I I was I want I wanted to uh That's the name of our duet album. <laughs> yeah, new to each other. Uh I I wanted to, you know, I I read up on you a little bit, but I also didn't want to like Oh yeah do a ton of reading because i thought you know i'd rather just kind of talk to you but uh i know that uh in the tour i think in this last year you you went to the u was it the uk or was it all of europe with lou reed it was mostly germany and france okay yeah and was that was that a long run or was it just like a few shows it was a month but over that span it was like seven or eight shows okay because he had a lot of breaks in between the shows Right. It was mostly like festival-y sort of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, totally toured with Lou Reed. That's pretty insane. How did uh, how did that come about? Um, a friend of mine at the time worked for his management company as like an assistant. And one of her jobs was to find him like a bunch of music every week and send it to him. And from that, he would pick songs to play on his like serious XM radio show. Uh-huh. Um, so she sent him a few of like my new songs. And then next thing I knew, he was playing, like, these old, weird B-sides of mine on his radio show. Oh, wow. So he went for the deep cuts? Yeah, like, deep cuts. <laughs> uh, Alice in Wise Deep Cuts by Lou Reed. 
Um, which is insane to say. Yeah, that's but he crazy. was like, "This is my favorite new songwriter, Allison Weiss." And we're like, "Play the songs." Um, and then he came to see me play at this really tiny club in Brooklyn called Spike Hill. And oh, really? Yeah, it was. There were probably like twenty-five people there. Two of them. <laughs> one were, of which is Louis. yeah. One is Louie. The other one's Laurie Anderson, just like wearing a baseball cap, looking awesome. Uh, and yeah, they were the only people sitting down at the show, and they loved it. And he came up to me at the merch table. Uh, and there was this awkward sort of moment where he's like, you are so great. We really loved you. And I like didn't know whether I should be like, thanks, Mr. Reed, or whether I should like play it <laughs> off like I didn't know who he was. I don't know. Like, or just be too cat. You're like, Louie. Thanks, Louie. Yeah, right. I didn't know what to do. Um, but then after that, uh, I got word that he wanted to take me on tour in Europe. And I was like, yeah, right. Like, that's never going to happen. And then I got the offer. And, you know, it was like six or seven shows. And... That's incredible. How yeah. big were those shows? Um, they were like two thousand to five thousand people every night. That's yeah, awesome. It was really nuts. And also, in addition to opening, um, about a week before the dates came up, they asked me to come in and to the rehearsals and sing backup on a couple songs. What? Yeah. So I got to sing backup on a couple songs, and then um, I guess they liked that enough that they were like, "Here are all the other songs that you also are going to have to sing backup on." So then I was like officially like the backup singer <laughs> for their set, which was simultaneously incredible and terrifying. Oh yeah, I can I can only imagine. Yeah, because yeah. I'm not like a backup singer. I play I sing when I have a guitar, uh-huh. and I feel super awkward when I don't have a guitar. Right. So I had to like learn how to be a backup singer, like as Lou Reed's backup singer. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah that's that's insane. Yeah, yeah I, I I definitely understand the. Not having the guitar and, and feeling awkward, even though it, you know, yeah, as, a, like, as a drummer, my hands, yeah, <laughs> as a drummer, you you know, you always have those drums to hide behind and yeah. something going on. And there's been a few occasions where I've been asked to do something else, and it's actually with with Jenny, and it was just like playing a bunch of percussion stuff. But even just like the fact that I was standing and not sitting, and yeah, and yeah, it's it's uh, and this was you know just at like you know medium-sized shows or something yeah. you're playing with Lou Reed and yeah. giant shows that's that's intimidating yep. but luckily his sound checks every day were like two hours long and they were like little rehearsals um and I like got the hang of it pretty quickly so it was cool nice yeah also you like my B, my like BFF in the band was this guy Kevin um who was the MD for the group and also he's in the Bare Naked Ladies and he okay. was he was a total blast and like I just stood right next to him and he was really really nice to me and it was like you know like when you go to camp or something and you're like super out of place and you're like I'm not gonna make any friends and then one person <laughs> is nice to you and you're like you're it for me I'm in you're nice. mine that was how I felt about Kevin you knew him ahead of time or no no not at all but he oh, was okay. like the first person who was like he like welcomed me into right. the circle whereas that definitely helps yeah. everyone else was awesome by the end of it but i think initially they were like who is this kid yeah you know what i mean right yeah yeah it's it's uh it's, that's the thing that i felt like i never as much touring as i did i never got great at at what at, at, of uh just like you know there there would be guys here and there and, and tours here and there where i really like connect with someone and bond but like yeah I just I don't know I'm not I'm not great at uh, like making yeah making new friends yeah. right away like I just I admittedly kind of like shut myself down and kind of like yeah 
it, I can be the same way. Yeah. It's it's I feel like hard to make friends instantly on tour, especially because the only time that you really hang out with each other is like before the show and sort of during the show. Yeah. And like a lot of time that's when you want to like chill out and like get ready to like play the set mm-hmm. or afterwards you're just like floating. Yeah. There's a lot of like, you know, passing comments like, hey, man, great set. And you're like, cool. <laughs> like weird inside jokes that aren't like real bonding with right, people. Right, right. But every once in a while, there'll be a person on a tour that I like actually have real conversations with and like form a real friendship with. So that's cool. Yeah, no, for sure they they happen. But yeah, yeah I, I I was always sort of envious of everyone else that like the second day of tour they're like they seem like they're best friends suddenly and yeah. I just I never quite pulled that off even in eleven years of heavy touring. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm. It's part of the uh, one of my many excuses for doing this stupid show is so that you can I'm, make friends. I'm, I'm trying try to you know make myself be better at 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 trying to talk with some people. Like it's like making me talk to someone. That's it's a like, good idea. <laughs> yeah, it's like therapy in a way for me. It's gonna be weird for so. both of us when we don't have microphones in front of our faces. Well. Maybe we should just do that regardless. Yeah. I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. Just, I'll just always keep a microphone with me in case uh-huh. you're nearby. Yeah. Maybe we could uh, do a little Garth Brooks. We just wear the, the headset mics at oh all times. Oh, God. Oh, God. Garth Brooks. <laughs> um, I was passing through Oklahoma recently, and I drove down Garth Brooks Boulevard. That's a thing? Yeah. It's in, um, I forget the name of the town, but it's Garth Brooks hometown. So there's Garth Brooks Boulevard. I did not know that. I've seen... Uh, Kenneth Babyface Edmonds Highway in wow, Indianapolis. That's a, that's a great name. <laughs> yeah, that's the only uh, like current guy that I can think of that that has a street. Yeah. After him, I, I think it's Indianapolis, somewhere in Indiana, but I think it's Indianapolis. Yeah. 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 Because you, you imagine you usually... those directions where you're like, oh yeah, just take Babyface <laughs> down a couple miles. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, you don't see. There's not a whole lot of streets named after people who are still living. Yeah. And especially like they're not. Well, especially Babyface. He's probably, maybe he's in his 40s now, maybe. He's not that old. Yeah. Yeah. I think when I retire, I'm going to move on to Babyface Highway. (laughs) So that I can be like, I live on (laughs) Babyface. I live right (laughs) off of Babyface. It's a good goal. I don't object to that goal. Um, Well, this is the first show post-Christmas. Really? Yeah. Nice. I, I I took a week off because uh, real Christmas got in the way of fake Christmas. Fake Christmas here, yeah. And uh, just I had I had my parents in town and just kept very busy. So this is this is the first, uh, uh, well, the first show of 2014. Also, wow. Uh, so welcome to the new year. Thank you. you it's too. Christmas all the time in this room, though, right? It now. is. It is, as you see, we have a little little mini tree. Mini tree. And uh, that's. I guess that's really about it. That's all that really makes it Christmassy in here. Your but computer background is red, which is pretty. There festive, you go. So. <laughs> and I did wear my Christmas sweater. Yeah. Also, uh, but so 2013 is over, and I thought maybe uh, I wanted to ask you about about 2013 for you. Do yeah. you have Do you have some uh, some like standout moments or favorite things or shows or movies or anything from from last year that that made standout an impact moments. on you. Oh man! If I had to pick uh, my favorite moment in 2013, we played South by this past year. This uh-huh. was my first time playing South by. It was really amazing. Uh huh. Um, and I got to play 
the alt press hunter bands need to know showcase okay um and it was a really last minute thing they threw me on there and i was like sweet this is awesome um and i played like right before chris caraba from dashboard's new band twin forks uh, i don't i didn't even know that was a thing he's got a new band and they played it and i was stoked because i was a huge dashboard fan when i was you know 16 17 mm-hmm. he was like my number one dude and um while we were playing our set like second song in i looked down and he's just standing in the front row big old grin on his face like loving it and then i get off stage and there's all these tweets and it's like chris Carroll was watching allison weiss and like loving it and i got like <laughs> text messages from like my manager and like um chris hansen at no sleep records and then they're like texting each other and they're like scott from alternative press just told us that chris Carroll was watching allison weiss's set and i was like oh man this is crazy fucking scott heisel i know fucking scott heisel i was just in his house the other day too <laughs> i stayed at his house I was doing a Christmas podcast at his house, too. That would be insane. Um, no, but it was I awesome. I bought that for a second, by the way. You were like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding? No, he doesn't have a podcast. He does have a dog, though. A very large, small How's, dog. How, what's the cuteness comparison? I don't know. I would say maybe... Um, Come on, Rigby wins. Rigby right? wins. All right. Definitely. All Rigby know. wins. Carry on. Um, but anyway, th- that story continues. Um, and Chris found me in the crowd and like came up and was like, your set was amazing. I love your songs. I'm so glad we got to play together and we ended up keeping in touch and it's just sort of cool to like, you know, meet a person who you kind of started playing music to because of, and they like what you're doing, you know? For sure. Um, and those sorts of things have been happening to me lately. I've been, you know, getting to meet and play with bands that I grew up listening to. Um, and it's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. Just, that's great. That's what, that's like, the most exciting thing of of all yeah, that stuff, right? Yeah, and and it it you know it. I remember having having those things, and and it yeah, it's just it's it's really cool because no matter what, not that I ever had any sort of huge success or anything, but you know we did okay. But there were there were you know things like that that every now and then you'd hear about someone that liked your band or something or whatever and it was it was it was exciting it was yeah. super exciting yeah, yeah. that we actually uh i think just the one time but we did we did do a short tour with with dashboard as well oh yeah yeah chris cool. he was always very very nice yeah to us yeah um i have a i think a fun story about how i first heard of motion city soundtrack would you like to hear it <sighs> let me think about this all right what if you were just like moving on <laughs> No, um, so I was like 15, and I, I'm also. Thanks graphic- for making me feel real old. I know. Go on. Sorry, um, I uh, I design websites and and do graphic design also as like a side job. But back then I was like first getting into it. Uh-huh. Um, and there was this competition online to design an All American Rejects fan website, and so nice. naturally I entered, and I was one of the winners. And so they had a link to me on their site, and then because of that I would get um, requests from like merch companies or bands or like record labels to like put ads on my site and somebody emailed me and they were like would you put this banner for this band motion city soundtrack on your site we'll send you the cd for free and i was like sure sounds good <laughs> and they sent me that first record um or maybe it was an ep even i don't know it could have at that this probably was around 2003 i'm guessing yeah something like that yeah and i listened to it in the car with my brother on the way to school and we both liked it and that's how i found out about the band that you were in for so long nice yeah yeah the the all-american rejects are a band that 
we met very early on in in the like heavy touring days back when no one knew who either one of us were we'd play shows together i think they they would open for us and we'd play to 20 people yeah. if we were lucky yeah and we did a lot of those together and they i always have to give those guys credit cuz they told us after those first couple of shows and we we all got along really well that actually that that's a band that i connected with very quickly like yeah. we all got along really well and uh they told us like if we if we uh you know if we catch on and and things start going well for us we're we're going to take you guys out on tour and then a few months later they got huge swing swing became this huge song yeah. and the first big headlining tour that they did they asked us to come open for them that is so awesome yeah it's nice to hear when people like are legit and um and they you know think about their friends and they take care of people yeah they definitely did that they took us out a few times and and i'm still friends with those guys to this day and uh yeah they're good good dudes yeah very good dudes cool yes um well we got sidetracked there but it's all right it's all right i'm not blaming you it's just observation also i don't i just don't want anyone to think that i'm like some crazy um all-american reject super fan i just happened to build websites at age 16 and happened to see an opportunity (laughs) and i took that shit (laughs) although i did really like that first record of theirs there's some good pop songs on there some great pop songs Mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh but what I wanted to do with you is uh, sometimes we play a little thing on this show called the Christmas Quiz. So we're oh gonna no. do. I love it we're already. We're gonna do a little. This isn't so much Christmas themed, really. It's a little bit in there, but we're gonna do. A, I feel like the title is misleading. Then <laughs> I know. Well, normally it is, but it's just since the year since we've come to a new year now, it's a little bit of a 2013 in review installment of the Christmas Quiz. Here's the theme song. We're gonna find out how smart you is when you take the Christmas Quiz. Alright. Oh no, that was so good. <laughs> I expected to hear that covered at your uh, at your tour coming You up. got it. Alright. Okay, so the Christmas Quiz. 2013 recap edition. It's, it's, it's short. And uh, it's a little shorter than usual even. And uh, you're playing for nothing but pride. I love it. That's all that matters to me. All right. So, that being said, first question. What was... Here's the... This is the only Christmas-themed question. Okay. What was the best-selling Christmas album of 2013? You have multiple choice here. Was it A, Mary J. Blige, B, Kelly Clarkson, or C, the Duck Dynasty Oh, Christmas Duck Dynasty. Album? Had to be. That was what I would have guessed as well. I got it wrong. But it was edged out by Kelly Clarkson. Thank God. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson saved the day. (laughs) She did. Kelly Clarkson (laughs) restored my faith in America. Yeah. Not not by much. Not by much. Not by much. (laughs) A little bit of faith restored. uh, Thank you, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. From uh, what I see is she sold about 763000 whereas Duck Dynasty sold 745000 Close. Close. So close. And uh, first time a female artist was number one on the Christmas album really? since 91, which wow. is when SoundScan started. Way to go, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. I know. I thought for sure it was Duck Dynasty because 
Well, America loves Duck Dynasty. You know, it's because it, America loves awful things. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it, I know that when it first came out, it was not only the best Christmas album, it was like the number one album in the like not just country charts not christmas it was just everything like number one on That's billboard terrible. for at least a, i think at least two weeks it does have a lot of country heavy hitters on there i heard yeah i think yeah they Got do have of, some guest stars a lot of guest yeah. stars yeah great yeah so thankfully it's not number one but yeah a little too close yeah a little a little too close <laughs> uh second question do you know what the highest grossing movie of 2013 may have been? Your choices are A, The Hunger Games Catching Fire, B, The Hobbit Desolation of Smaug, oh God. or C, Iron Man 3. I didn't even know Iron Man 3 came out this year. I will, uh, I will preface by saying by so I, have, yeah, I have not seen any of these. Um, I've seen the first one, and I've seen the third one. Have not seen The Hobbit. I heard it wasn't very good. So yeah, I, 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 was, I did not it. hear good things. I'm yeah. not a fantasy guy. As, yeah. as hard as that probably is for you to believe. Yeah, I'm like looking, looking around, around there's like room. a thousand t- like, toys. Yeah. But I, I, I can't get into fantasy. You throw like wizards. and But you like sci-fi. So, uh, I too, you like Star not, Wars? Yeah, I, I, I am a bit selective with my sci-fi. I see, I see. I don't like... As a as a genre as a whole, I don't just flock to it, but yeah. when it hits, it hits for me. Okay, I'm going to guess here. I think it's the Hunger Games. You're not doing very good on the quiz here. Damn it! Hunger Games was number two, so I once keep again, guessing the you number two. <laughs> Iron Man three was actually really? the number one movie of the year. Wow. It was like four hundred nine million dollars. I feel like it. It came out really early on. It like held it, held its place for the entire year. Way to yeah, go! Yeah, I know. I, I love Iron Man though. Yeah, and I, 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 uh, I did know it came out, but I also kind of forgot that it came out. Yeah, definitely forgot. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I like those movies. I yeah. don't love those movies. They're very entertaining. I think. Yeah, like I, I, I watch them and think, oh, that was fun. But yeah. I don't. It doesn't make me like want to watch it over and over. It doesn't stick with you. Yeah. It doesn't teach you any life lessons. No. You know that's what I look for. Yeah. Definitely. You you quickly learned me very well. Yes. Learned me very well? (laughs) You know what I mean. I learned real well. (laughs) So, yeah. Iron Man 3. Uh, Actually, I kind of just threw The Hobbit just because I really wanted to say Desolation of Smaug. Smaug. Because that was actually number 10. That wasn't even in the top three. Number three was Despicable Me 2, which I just watched last night, actually. Is that good? It's... It's I'm not okay. A, every time I see the ads for those things, <coughs> that thing, I'm like, "What is? Why is everybody like this?" I don't it's understand. you know, it, it's it's cute. Yeah, it is what it is. I I find I felt the same way about it that I did the first one, where if the little uh, little minion guys weren't in it, I kind of just didn't care about the so other those stuff are the that best, was happening. Those are the best things. Yeah, about they're it. like the dumb little comic relief, but they're they're cute and and funny. Yeah. And, uh, Rest of the movie's fine, but it's just I feel like I find myself waiting for them to come and do something stupid. Yeah, yeah. That's just me, though. Yep. Uh, all right. This is a uh, a sad a sad state of affairs here. Oh no! Being from from one musician to another, or at least one 
have been musician to a upcoming musician. You figure out who's who. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the best-selling album of 2013. Do you think it was Justin Timberlake, 2020? Bruno Mars, Unorthodox Jukebox, or Eminem's Marshall Mathers LP 2? I sure hope it was Bruno Mars. Am I wrong again? You're wrong again. How wrong am I? Uh... You, uh, I think you're, you, you picked, I actually realized I did not have, oh wait, I take that back. You, Justin Timberlake was the correct answer. Okay. Eminem would have been second. So you picked oh, the worst God, one. I'm just like going uh, down but Bruno Well, Mars, my favorite album of those three was Bruno Mars. You know, it's I, actually I, the only one I listened to. I think that's probably the only one I've actually heard as well. It's got uh, some really solid it's pop fun. songs. It's fun. It's fun. Uh, that was actually number five. Wow. But here's what's so sad about this is everyone knows records don't sell like they used to. Yeah. But, you know, years and years ago, I think people people would sell in the first week what these albums finished the year with. Yeah. Justin Timberlake had the number one album of last year. It sold 2.43 million. Wow. That's it. Wow. Yeah. That's not a lot. No. Considering how many people are in the United States. Mm-hmm. And considering how many people, I'm sure, listened to it and know who he is. Yeah. Uh, I think they said this was the, uh, let's see. It says, Nielsen hasn't seen a number one album that sold this few of copies in its 22-year history. Even compa- last year, uh, Adele was the number one, and it was like twice as much as that. So even in a year, it's gone down half. R.I.P. Music. Pretty much. <laughs> it's, it's Long live Spotify. Just kidding. <laughs> what, what, what is going to... I know this is, you know, everybody talks about this, but, like, obviously music's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, but yeah. But I don't know. Like, no one knows what to do. Like, no yeah. one can sell records anymore. And yeah. I don't know that that's really going to change. I don't think it is. Yeah. Because, like, once a person can listen to music for free, they're, like, into that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I even, I'll admit, I was uh, I was really good about, for a really long time, like, staying strong, still buying CDs. and Yeah. And I honestly couldn't tell you the last time I bought a CD. Yeah, same here. Yeah. I got an RDO account, and I used that. I yeah. Like, I don't like Spotify as much. Yeah. I think it's ugly. Fair enough. Um, so I use the the alternative, the less popular alternative. That's it's still a, pretty cool. Yeah, it's a good but alternative. Yeah, I definitely stream music. Yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, yeah, I I kind of have started doing that way more than I ever have just in this last year. But uh, yeah. I th- and it's funny you see articles where people are like, um, illegal downloads are are um, you know, less than they've ever been. And that's supposed to be exciting, but then people are just streaming it, which is yeah, not it's any like, better. It's yeah, like it's just like so the slightest bit it, better. It's yeah. like barely, barely better. Yeah, barely, yeah. Yeah, it's somehow legal, but I don't really understand how. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't really uh, the the money you see off of it is oh, laughable. It's just, yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, money is even a strong word for uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fractions of money yes uh all right final question and you know 
you're 0 for 3. So, can I just like get one? This is this is just a true or false here. Oh god. So, you got a 50/50 shot. True or false? Amazon.com this year shipped enough items this this year. Sorry. Let me let me start that over. Yeah, Amazon.com shipped enough items this year to deliver at least one gift to every household in America. True or false? I would say true. You did it. You I knew did it. I knew it because of the way you phrased the question. Because <laughs> of how I so stumbled my way through well, it. Well, also, it was such a specific yeah, question. I know. How could it be false? I know. This no, is, but it's, also, it's not so much about being right or wrong. We're just, we're just learning things yeah. is all we're doing. Okay, yeah, we're just learning. Yes. I believe it, though. I love Amazon. I do, too. I use the shit out of Amazon. I'm a, I'm a Prime member. Me, too. Uh, apparently, that was, that was a huge... The Prime membership was actually a huge gift in itself, I think, this year. Oh, me. yeah? It says that uh, over a million people, I guess, got Prime memberships in just, like, the Christmas season alone. It's the most useful thing in the world. It really is. I use it all the time on tour. Like, if we need something, I'll just mm-hmm. get it Prime shipped to a place where we'll be in two days. It's the Very best. helpful. Yep. I use it at home for things that I could easily just go practically across the street to Target for. But, you know, sometimes yeah. it's cheaper. Sometimes you it's just cheaper. want it to be sent straight to your yeah. door. And it is cheaper. Um, man, you should send this episode to Amazon and be like, hey, guys. Let's get a little Amazon sponsorship Let's get a little here. sponsorship. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, well, Allison, I'm sorry. That was kind of a lackluster performance. I literally got quiz. a 25 on that <laughs> 100 point pop quiz it's all right failed i'm only judging you a lot wow so that was the christmas quiz we just found out how smart she was because you took the christmas quiz i am not smart at all <laughs> i failed the quiz you failed the quiz thank you for using the correct tense of that uh Allison, I couldn't help but notice you brought your guitar. I sure did. How would you feel about playing a song? I would love to. All right. And that was so easy, right? That was easy. You seemed like prepared to convince me. I know. I didn't know you were just on like a little backpacking trip or you brought this guitar for a reason. Yeah, it's just full of clothes. <laughs> There's nothing in there but sweatshirts and a couple pairs of pants. Well, what more do you need? Literally nothing. Fair enough. Well, get that thing out and play us a goddamn song. Okay. <laughs> should All I do right. it now or should I do it uh, later? Yeah, let's let's see if we can stretch this out a little more. Okay. Let's uh, let's see if people turn this off or not. Actually, we have no way of telling that. Yeah, right. Unless they just actually tell us this was so unlistenable that I turned this off. I didn't even get to the song. Nope. Because I couldn't wait any longer <laughs> i clicked it off yeah i mean i'm waiting patiently that's your mailbag do you have a mailbag do you read mail from does uh, anybody write in uh we haven't really gotten so much for as far as emails we get we have, you know the tweets we'll tweet get the tweets coming in here and there cool and uh actually we asked for asked for some this week gonna do a little, uh well by the time people hear this it may have already happened but uh some some tweets about why why they're either glad or sad that Christmas is over. Oh, 
So what a great topic. Yeah, topical. Top. That's my that's favorite. A very topical topic. If I had to pick my favorite things about topics, is that they're topical. Yeah, that's definitely like probably number one thing about topics. I'm glad we agree on this. Yeah. Yeah. How can you not agree? You'd be a fool not to. You'd be a you'd be a damn fool. A damn fool. A DF. A DF. You'd be a classic DF. <laughs> a CDF. <laughs> you'd be a CDF. <laughs> Let's keep extending this. Ugh. I'm just wondering when you're going to get that goddamn guitar out. So right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't see you moving. Okay. Here we go. Oh, she's moving very slowly. Should I, like, make mo- this is the sound of me moving. That was not well. Technically, that was correct. Technically, <laughs> technically, technically, there was movement. There was movement. Um, I'm gonna try and hold this microphone while I open the guitar case. Would you like me to hold that? No, I got it. All right. She is unzipping her guitar case. I'm pretty good. She's also holding her mic. Yeah. Rigby is uh, under the computer desk, staring. Can confused. you hold that guitar? Now I'm holding the guitar. Alright. Now I'm playing an E chord on the guitar. I'm going to get out that. my little tuner. She's going to get her little out. tuner. I thought uh, we would just go with this. Maybe there's going to be some editing here. I don't know. All right. All right. You feeling, you feeling good? I'm feeling good. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip this around your direction here. Flip it. And when you're ready, you go. Check one. All right. Cool. And I'm making it up. Was it all in my mind? in love Was it all just a lie They were making it up Was it not what you said Was I never the one Was it all in my head
Thank you. Thank you for coming by. Thanks hey, for playing a song. Anytime. I'm in the neighborhood. I'll just stop on in. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming by. Thanks for having me. How cool was that? Our first in studio exclusive performance from Allison Weiss. Uh, thanks to Allison for coming by. That was great. Uh, Allison Weiss has a new album called Say What You Mean, and it's available anywhere that you can get music. You know where those places are. Come on. Uh, she's also on Twitter, at Allison Weiss. That's two L's, two S's, and a lot of other letters. Uh, she's also going to be on a West Coast tour starting uh, later this month. And a UK tour after that. Uh, check out all of her tour dates at allisonw.com. Um, as always, if you like this, please subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to it. Uh, give us a nice review also while you're at it. That would mean a lot to me. It would also mean a lot to me if you follow me on Twitter at Tony Thaxton. Follow the show at Felice Navipod. Um not much else going on as far as stuff to plug I'll just remind you I do have a band called The Pride of Erie PA uh, we have an EP out right now called Let's Start a Band check it out you might like it um, yeah no shows coming up uh, but I did want to let you know that uh, New Year 2014 Christmas will once again be December 25th uh, thank you guys for listening I have been Tony Thaxton that's been Rigby. This has been Felice Navi Pod. And as always, we wish you a Merry Christmas from Felice Navi Pod.